Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Musings of a Marionette Fan Podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. I'm sure you guys have um, had time to digest what happened at Watford at Vicarage Road today. Again, we lost by an embarrassing scoreline, four goals to one. And there's nothing new that I won't be saying. Uh, that I have not said about the state of Manchester United. We've been abysmal for the last two, three months and Ole is still in a job. And while there are reports that uh, there's an emergency meeting and the latest reports I'm hearing as I'm making this podcast is that Ole's future is undecided. It just shows you the lack of direction of this club. Why is... Why is that even supposed? Anyway, this is meant to be an introduction. Anyway, um, I'll go on a rant after the timeout. And um, for now, my United were embarrassed. Four goals to one. Another shambolic performance by Manchester United. Only as usual, clueless, hopeless, helpless, and it was an embarrassment all round. The manner in which we approached the game. The way the players played, we were all over the place. It was just a shocking performance in the first half. And the second half was better, but Maguire contrived to make the matters more difficult for the team. And eventually, we paid the price for being too adventurous and a man down. So, I'll go on a rant after the break. Don't go anywhere. Hi everyone, welcome back to the show. Hope you guys are doing good and are not too angry and too bitter. If you are angry, well, I'm sorry. Uh, We may need to suffer a bit more if we want a change for this club. Personally, I think we are better off losing these games because winning these games will actually be papering over the cracks in Manchester United. We deserve these defeats. Um, we've been getting this last couple of weeks. We lost to we lost embarrassingly to Leicester. We lost to Man City. We've lost to I mean Liverpool. We've lost to Aston Villa. We've lost to Watford. That is five defeats. We've drawn with Southampton. And who have been drawn with again, drew with Everton. That is seven games that we've gotten only two points out of seven games, and we've won the remaining five. Four of those first five games, four of those five games that we've won came earlier in the season, at the beginning of the season. Okay, so this last two months has been shit have been woeful and I can't understand why Ole is still in a job. The reports I'm hearing that Ole's future is still undecided is a slap on all my United fans' faces. It's an embarrassment. The club is rotting from top to bottom. We know that. But 
come on this is a simple it's a simple task we need to act now do you want do you want an interim to be in charge of Villarreal or you still want Ole to be in charge of Villarreal what is what are we fooling around for you know, why are we kidding what is the, what are the Glazers and Woodward doing really why is Ole still in a job they they don't they didn't want to they didn't want to have to deal with getting another manager. That is the problem. It's not like they don't know what is going on. They know what is going on, but the prospect of having to search for a manager, draw up a contract, pay him well, get rid of Ole and pay him off is what the Glazers don't want. They don't want that at this at this time of the year. I think that is the problem. Because Ole should have been sacked immediately after the game. Norwich, Norwich Villa, they didn't waste time. I don't know why Man United is wasting time in getting rid of Ole. This is how we will drag, they will drag and drag, and Ole will be in charge against Villarreal. I don't understand why this. This, this, this the fact that Ole's future is still undecided is a. It summarizes. It in a nutshell sums up. The state of Manchester United, directionless, visionless, no leadership, just vibes. People just are not doing their jobs. Ole is certainly not doing his job, and those ahead of him or above him are not doing their jobs either. Because I don't see why a manager who is in charge of Manchester United should be losing. It's not just the defeats. It's not just the fact that we are losing. It is the manner of the defeats. It is the manner of the performances. Humiliation upon humiliation. We've been humiliated by Watford and Leicester in the last two months. And these teams have been getting battered left, right and centre. Earlier today, we watched how Chelsea took Leicester to the cleaners. Chelsea had three goals ruled out for offside. And they still won the game by three goals to zero. That shows you how ruthless Chelsea were, how good Chelsea were. But when we took on Leicester, Leicester played us off the park. Watford were recently humiliated, you know, before the international break. They were beaten at home. In fact, Watford had not won any match at home since the beginning of the season. Yet, they, they, they humiliated us by four goals to one. And let's not forget, Ismadasal missed two opportunities to score a penalty. That just shows you how poor the performance by Man United were and how many goals we could have considered if Watford were a much better team. Anyway, starting with the formation, Ole must have known that the attackers for Watford, Dennis, Josh King, and Salah, they are slick and fast, quick forwards. And it is important to have someone like Eric Bailly to pair Maguire in defence to neutralise some of this speed. But he went with his favourites, Lindelof. And what do we have here? What do we have? Or what was the result? We shipped him four goals. It could have been more. McTominay, who is supposed to be ill, is had a, a stinker. 
was responsible for the penalty. McTominay did not do anything worthy of note. I don't understand this obsession with McTominay. These are the issues. Ole's downfall has been playing certain players who are not bringing much to this team. I don't think McTominay walks into that uh, that Watford midfield. They, he can't. He can't bench Sissoko. He can't bench Cleverly or Kuchka or whoever the other clowns in that Watford midfield. So these are the issues. Watford are missing some of that, you know, Starting eleven, Trusteton didn't start, uh, Kabasele did not start, you know. And look at how they played. They played far better than us. They were much more organized. They were much more tenacious. They were up for it. They were up for it. They had the better chances. They were the better team in the first half, and rightly, the game. They deservedly got two goals in the first half. And United, we only had one attempt on goal that I can recall from Rashford. My United is playing Watford and they had only one attempt on goal. One attempt on target. That just shows you how poor my United were. Ole, he made some changes and the changes yielded results. And within five minutes, we are back in the game. Of course, we missed a lot of chances, but Maguire stupidly got sent off and we became vulnerable and eventually led to us conceding two more goals. If we had the security of a, four, a former defence, perhaps we would, have, we would have probably gotten an equaliser, you know. But what happened? We became adventurous. We just had to go for it, and the end. You know, when you have square pets around Nemanjamatic, uh, you know when you have players like that playing defense. That's the third goal that came. You know that was inevitable. You know, he. Oh. Frankly, I'm lost for words. Really, I'm actually lost for words. I don't have much to say, but. We the second half was good. The introduction of Van der Beek, um Sancho playing on the right and all that. It we had we at some point I was beginning to believe that we might at least get something from this game. All we needed to do was grab the second goal. But unfortunately Ronaldo was not having the shooting boots. Bruno too was not having the shooting boots. They missed two they missed several chances to score and on a different day you know, this is why you shouldn't be going behind. You know, we go behind too much in these games. I can't think of, apart from the sports game, every other game, the last two months, okay, let's say, apart from the Leicester game and the sports game, every other game we've played in the last two months, we've gone behind. So that is the problem. Always When you're always behind, so it's not, not every time you'll be able to come back and get a point or get a victory. But we are fond of going behind. And that is done on the coach. Ole is not doing his job. The team is poorly coached, poorly managed. Today, we're all over the place in the first half. That second half was good, but it was too late. 
we were trailing and we got a red card from a supposedly world-class centre-back, 80 million pound centre-back, most expensive defender in the world, who is an embarrassment to himself and his family and the club as a whole. Sloppy. Holy shame on you for making Maguire our captain. This is all on you. It is decisions you've been making that is costing the club terribly. Maguire is a poor, poor, poor captain. He ought not to be the captain of this club. He's an embarrassment. He got sent off and threw the, the captain as bad on the floor. Shame. Disgraceful. I hope Roy King rips into him today. I pray so. I need. I need. I hope Roy King will rip into him, into rip into him, and tear him to shreds. He was fooling himself last week, um, or this week during the international break because he was scoring against Mino, San Marino, and Albania, and he thought he had arrived. He thought he had turned into a corner. And he had to uh, rub it in our faces, and now he has embarrassed himself and embarrassed his family again. Anyway, individually, thumbs up to Dejea, made two penalty saves, made some saves in the first half that kept the score line um, low. Um, Wabisaka was poor. His poor header led to the first goal. He was poor for most of the game. He, he hardly moved forward um, in the second half. He moved forward in the first half, but his crosses were not crossing, beating the first man. But rather, he did those crosses and not for him not to do those crosses. But you see, when he does them the first half, he doesn't consistently do these things. If he consistently do them, he will get a few correctly. But he just stops. Poor coaching. I hope whoever they hire in the future, because he's looking like Ole will somehow avoid the sack again. You know, but they need to do something about one besides crossing. Look, sure too was anonymous. He hardly put any cross in the box. He was poor before he got removed for concussion. The second concussion in the last two games. I think they should give Tellers a chance. Really, um, look, sure is doesn't offer us anything at the moment. Gary never has been be defending Maguire and look sure, but I just think he's just trying to look for excuses. Gary Neville at this point that disgusts me because of the things he says um, he annoys me when he defends these poor performances because something happened to you doesn't mean it's, this is what is happening to them you are not a you are not a doctor or I, did you diagnose whatever is wrong with Maguire and Lukshaw how many games did they play it's just crap crap Maguire is playing from the third game of the competition so out of seven games, he only played four games, I think. Okay, five games. If you try the tournament, you play three good games, second round, uh, quarterfinal, semifinal, final. Seven games. So he only played five games because he missed the first two. Okay, he missed the first two, so he only played five games. So what is this fatigue they are talking about? I don't get it. Anyway. Um... Uh, Lindelof again, he too was anonymous, didn't do anything spectacular. Maguire was clueless. He did okay. Maguire, funny enough, did well in the first half, I have to say. But, you know, his 
again he's he's incompetent so he has a a mistake in him and he got the second yellow card that he wanted to take on cleverly and he didn't have the speed to it was just an embarrassing situation you try to dribble somebody and you end up you end up tackling the person whom you're trying to dribble past is that not stupid is that not madness anyway so in the midfield um McTominay was rubbish um Matic was poor in the first half, I have to say. He was much better in the second half, but he had lost his legs. And in the end, he had to, I think he had to help in the defence. And he was the one that um, the Watford striker turned inside out to grab the third goal, you know. So, I think it was a bad day of the office for Matic. Um, Bruno, too, was very poor throughout the game. He had two good chances to score, or at least hit the target, he missed them. You know, it's so painful. His productivity, his output have been poor Bruno of late, you know. Um, Rashford was poor in the first half. He was chalked off. Um, Marshall was brought in. He said Marshall didn't do much, in my opinion. Marshall was still Marshall, but his game match rusty. The last time he played was against Aston Villa or Everton. Okay, Everton. So it's been like a month plus since he last played. So these players are rusty. Because of Ole's poor management, so I can't even blame Marshall too much, you know. Van der Beek came on for McTominay, I believe, and it was great. He wrestled back midfield from Watford, and we did okay. He created chances, he created three chances, you know, in the second half, you know. Um, Ronaldo, he made, he had about two or three attempts um, on goal. But today was not a good day for him. Foster thwarted one opportunity he had. You know, that chance he ought to have buried it. If he had buried it, I'm sure that game would have ended differently. Unfortunately, he couldn't. So, Sancho had a very good second half. He was, he was poor in the first half. He was isolated. But in the second half, he had a good, better performance. Um, so, Lingard and Dalot came on later, but they didn't really do much, in my opinion. Um, so, Ole needs to go. Um, the team is not playing for him. The team wants him out. and The team is not playing well, and that is down to him. They are not being set up properly. They are not being coached properly. The defence is a shambles. Um, all of them are off form at the same time. And... Uh, we have to wait. We have to hope Varane recovers on time. You know, maybe in. I think Varane is. We still have to wait about two weeks before we have Varane back. And we don't need to even rush him back because he was rushed back. That's why he got injured. So I think we should allow him to heal. We just have to endure. Eric Bay should be pairing Lindelof from now on till Maguire needs to sit out some games. Players need to. Be held accountable for their actions. Luke Shaw is not playing well. Luke Shaw needs to be benched. Let Alex Telles or Diogo Dalot play. Maguire should be benched as well. Let um, Lindelof and Bay play in central defense till Varane is fit and Lindelof to joins Maguire and um, Luke Shaw on the bench. Let these players be accountable. Let them f- let their position be under threat. Many of them, their positions are not under threat, and that is why. The performances are sloppy, you know. One Bissaka, no threat from one Bissaka, nobody is challenging one Bissaka, you know. 
So Wambisaka, no matter what he plays, so what is the incentive to work hard or to improve his form? No incentive. So these are the issues, really. Bruno too needs to have some time on the bench. He's not scoring, he's not assisting, so he can as well sit on the bench and allow others to play. You know, so things have to change for Manchester United. I'm glad Van der Beek scored today. Hopefully, whoever is in charge will will give him more opportunities for him to get back to his best and hopefully he will remain at this club for many years to come. Ole would have destroyed lots of careers if he st- or Ole will destroy a lot of careers if he remains in charge of Manchester United to the end of the season. I hope not. And I think the fact that we are losing this I mean the fact that we are losing is hastening his time up no, he's he's hastening his exit out of this club. It has to happen. If it doesn't happen today, Villarreal should beat Manchester United and Chelsea should crown everything. Maybe by the time Chelsea and Arsenal also add salt to the wound, maybe somebody will be bold enough to sack Ole if he's not sacked between now and Monday. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. I'm a bit... um. I'm not eloquent today because I'm upset. Um, reflecting on all these things, talking about all these things is upsetting. I was not angry at the result. I knew, I expected it. Winning well would have been surprising for us and would have been a nice feeling. But we expected it. So when you expect defeat, you know, you're not surprised when the defeat comes. When you expect poor performances, you know, you're not surprised when it happens. Because you are already expecting. So, expectations are very low. And I would argue are far lower and much more terrible than what was under Jose. Perhaps we should have just allowed Jose to do what he wanted to do. Sell players like Marshall and Pogba if they didn't want to come on board with his um, methods and his leadership. Really, I think that's what should have happened um, under Jose Mourinho. So... We go again on Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever we're playing Villarreal. I'll be back after that game to talk about how that game went. So thank you all for listening. I appreciate you all for taking our time to listen to this podcast. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your Sunday. Bye for now.